Welcome to 20 Minutes with Joelle and Stephen Gibson. This is your co-host, Condoleezza Rice, and my guest star, Bob Saget. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know who Bob Saget is, really. So the I dad can't. from Full House. That's Bob Saget? Yeah. Danny Tanner. Oh. Well, then. Who's Condoleezza? Who's Condolino Rose? <laughs> Condoleezza Rice. Condole I don't even remember. <laughs> Condoleezza right? Okay, she was I'll... like a press. She was like a secretary or something. On the count of three, name Oof. a really random celebrity. One, two, three. A weird Al Yankovic. Okay, now you did to me. On the count of three. One, three. Rita McNeil. <laughs> okay. Well, now that that's over. Well. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> um, let's talk. Joel, it's come to my attention that you're recently watched Moulin Rouge. <laughs> Mulan. <laughs> Just Mulan. Was that serious? Did you really make that mistake? Yeah. Oh my goodness, that was so cute. Your face was adorable. Let's make out. Can you, okay. <laughs> okay, we Mulan. watched Mulan. Um, I didn't care for it. I, I mean, as soon as I realized they weren't singing the songs, I was over it. Yeah, should have been Mulan Rouge. You know what I'm saying? Should have been. Um, yeah, you know, it just was not. I mean, it's okay. It's like a B minus, C plus. Yeah. The special effects were nothing cool. It was kind of like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, but not impressive. Yeah, it was very like, okay. And it's like, y you look like a girl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mulan did look like a girl as well. Not less. It's less obvious in a cartoon, I think. Like, she was, like, tiny. And then everyone's like, you can marry my daughter. It's like, uh. <laughs> really? I don't think this is who you would pick for that. <laughs> Ah, yes. The tiny, scrawny little one. Yeah. Anyway. Also, I found it very homoerotic. Um, Is that a problem? No, but it was just interesting. I know. Like, she goes to have... The scene in the cartoon is all the guys come to go bathe in the river. Yeah. And that's just like a normal thing when she's yeah, already there. Like, yeah, yeah, let's go. And this one, she's in the river alone, like sitting there, and this this one guy comes up to be like, hey, dude, let me skinny dip with you. Yeah, it's very <laughs> odd. I mean, and I know she falls in love with the, I can't remember what his name is, the captain um, in the cartoon, but their relationship is never like, oh, I'm sort of flirting with you. It's more based on like, hey, you've got this, bro. Sort of feeling in the cartoon, or this yeah, one? in the cartoon. This one is sort I'd of say like this one's the same. No, really, would you go up to? Well, I guess there was some flirting. A guy there, so. by himself and be like, "Hey, you know, I just don't know how to talk to women. It's not like talking to you. Like that's weird. I mean, unless you're gay. But the part where she, I get what you mean, though. I wouldn't say it's quite flirting, but. I wouldn't say it's That's flirting a more either, weird. but it's yeah, it's definitely like does he like have a crush on the original him? Mulan and her crush yeah, yeah. were much more like, uh, you know, bros building a friendship. This yeah. one felt like he secretly has a crush on the male of Mulan, which I mean, 
I don't care. That's fine. But it... That's just kind of weird. It was odd because then... I don't know. She's a girl. And he realizes that. Like, is he like, oh. like I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the 1800s. Yeah. yeah. Well, things I did like was the witch character ended up being kind of cool. Yeah, she was cool. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, but it did feel sort of like a force, like, oh, women, we need to support other women. Like, we gotta, as women. But you know what? Sometimes we don't want to support every other woman. That shouldn't be the slogan. Women support other women. Like, there's that quote that goes around, and I did air quotes. You know, a woman who doesn't support another, there's a special place in hell for women who don't support other women. Like, there literally isn't. Um, but also... I love the whole feminist movement, um, and obviously I agree with it, but... <laughs> Just the whole thing. But, like, what if I don't want to support another woman? Yes, I get it. It's just <laughs> a blanket statement. It seemed like they were very opposed, and they kept trying to be like, we're the same. Like, Well, she came to Mulan's side. Right. That was her redemption arc, which I didn't think we'd get, but... Yeah, you said at one point, are we going to get a redemption arc at all? Yeah. Anywho, um, so Mulan. The cartoon was 5. better. 5.5 out of 10. Yeah. Yes, cartoon is just way better. Like, they didn't even attempt to have a talking animal. And there was no cricket. Yeah, instead of Mushu, there's a phoenix. Which, maybe they're trying to be more to the original story. You know? Maybe. I don't even know the original story. Who cares? Is it a book? Because I'll read it. It's probably some kind of... Uh, Folklore, folklore thingy anywho i'm in a ranty mood tonight just so you know well don't worry our podcast will be short <laughs> <sighs> um i have also been watching real housewives of salt lake city um it's very i, I wouldn't say it's the worst franchise of real housewives but it's not in my top three um what is the worst franchise no. Real Housewives of Acton? Probably. No, that'd be great. They tried to make like a Real Housewives of Toronto or something like that. Boring. I know. So I uh, ran out of female bacon, eh? <laughs> that was interesting. That was. <laughs> oh, did you see them? Oh, they went to the CN Tower. Um, <laughs> but I have also been watching Vampire Diaries, as I've mentioned a thousand times. Yes. But I just wanted to say it finally ended the season where Elena Nina Dobrev leaves. And I think the way they made her departure was so clever. Do you remember it? Yes. So Kai Vaguely. comes back for Joe and Alaric's wedding and he murders Joe mm -hmm. right at the altar. Um, that was rough. That was so rough. Poor Alaric. <laughs> like that man never. I have this idea for a character. <laughs> He has the worst life ever. <laughs> Everything know. goes wrong. So let me give you a quick synopsis. Alaric is this man. He's like this tall, good-looking white man. And his first wife leaves him because she wants to become a vampire. His second girlfriend is murdered by a vampire. His third... Who's his third? No, I don't remember. Jenna... Oh, his third is a doctor that uses vampire blood to heal people, and she's also oh, yeah. bad or whatever, and like moves to Alaska. Who? Alaska. 
And then he meets this girl who I love the character, Joe. I think she's she's just so cool. Um, and she's literally murdered before she says I do on their wedding day at the altar. Anyway, so Kai comes back and he links Bonnie and Elena together. So he puts Elena in like a sleeping beauty coma oh, until wow. Bonnie, if Bonnie dies, then she'll wake up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was really sweet and I was like crying a lot. It was very emotional because I knew that she's leaving the show and the emotion that the actors share, you can tell, is pretty real. Like the crying and stuff. They're not even trying to cry pretty, which I like. Cry pretty. Um, yeah, and you show me some of Nina's Instagram pictures today. Yeah. And it's nice because they were very, they felt very real, not fake. Yeah. She's a beautiful girl or woman. Um, and it feels like she's the sort of person in Hollywood who isn't falling into like Botox 24-7 and fillers and filters. You know, she's very real. And I think she's so beautiful because she isn't like doing crap to her face. Mm. Yeah. Well, I watched uh, Surviving Death. It's mm -hmm. a documentary on Netflix that just came out. It goes over, you know, uh, paranormal things that have to do with death. So it goes, first episode is near-death experiences. A woman who was dead for 30 minutes is the main story. Oh, that's cool. Before she was revived. And then it goes into mediums. There's two episodes on mediums, which is weird because they are definitely the worst episodes. Then there's one about like con like messages from the dead or visitations from the dead or something like that. And then the last one is reincarnation. The first and last episodes are worth a watch. Everything else is like, eh. <laughs> they spend so much time. I, they're just trying to sh present like <laughs> what these things are, who's involved with them, right. what they're saying, and then also the opposite side of these things. And whatever credible evidence I guess they can at the time. Like the near-death experience one is legit. Like the doctor yeah. that worked on her to bring her back. Um, well, they also go into like premonitions and stuff too. I read a whole but, book yeah. on this. Um, Angels are by our side. Angels by our side. And it was very interesting because whether you believe in that or not, I do believe that these people have had these experiences, especially because a lot of them are so similar. Like, what did they say? Like, oh, I saw a bright light or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. And then mm -hmm. they, they show the flip side of what, you know, psychologists say it is or like the skeptics, whatever. It, I mean, as a fact, people have near-death experiences. Yeah. As a fact, like people die for several minutes and then they come back and they've had some weird dream, vision, whatever. Isn't and it, it so generally crazy? sorry to cut you off, but well, sorry to cut okay, you off, go. and it generally <laughs> <laughs> changes their life dramatically. Like yeah. they, something changes in them, and uh, like they had this support group for people that had near death experiences, uh, just because th their lives, like they just couldn't do or live the way they lived before, right. kind of disrupted everything. So, two questions: one, did they talk about? Um, like what happens in their brain like is there a way to measure I guess their brain activity probably not right like yeah, I think the brain activity is zero well do <laughs> no I don't actually think dur actually your brain can still work if your heart stops beating can it 
Uh, well, I mean, maybe for a minute or two or something. And also, isn't it insane that someone can be dead for 30 minutes? You know, like TV and movies always make it look like when they're using the things that they do it for like five minutes and then they're like, call it. But that's not the case. Like, they'll keep working on you for so long. Yeah. I, I don't know about that, but yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, have you had any near-death experiences? You have to, you have to <laughs> die, Joelle. <laughs> uh, wow. one, one part about the show, like the medium stuff, is just so sad because it's like, they're probably, in my opinion, there probably are real mediums and they sh- do yeah. show more legit mediums and then they show like the one massive, most likely fraudulent one. And one, they're always about taking your money first before they do this stuff because it's their job. But that taints the whole experience because they, they need money. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and you can say the same thing about religion as well, which I would. And. But you would or wouldn't? Would. Right. And then, um, it's just all these people who are grieving. Yeah. And unwilling to accept and like move on or incapable of doing it. Like it's just, it doesn't matter what anyone tells them. They just want someone to say that they're, they've talked to their loved one and they're okay. And like, but it's weird how obsessed these people become with connecting with their lost ones. Not weird. I guess that makes sense. But it's also just really sad how desperate they are and how willing they are to believe basically anything. Yeah. So it goes into a lot of cases like that, and like there are se- there, there's like um tr- like trance seminars and stuff people do. Trance and like oh like trance. one of the episodes is like how to contact your loved ones and like getting signs from them, and like uh, dreams and like all this kind of stuff. One of the mediums talks about like you don't need a medium for this. Like the mediums kind of open the door and help you start the process, but then you do it on your you can do it on your own was that a legit medium she seemed more legit but also a little kookamongo i feel like most are though kookamongo because if you are someone who is able to connect with the spirit world and like the other side i think obviously like people who have had near-death experiences your life isn't going to be you're not going to navigate life the same way yes and uh, anyway, another one of the really j- legit ones or more not dumb ones was uh, a guy who was studying old people because he worked in hospice. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they're like meeting with their relatives that are like preparing them to die. Yeah. And like just recording these experiences. He doesn't, he's not like, is saying what exactly is happening. He's just recording the experiences and talking to them about it. And it's really interesting. Um, yeah, you mentioned that like oftentimes these people will see um, family members who have passed on already. Yeah, and like, you know, helping them come to terms with dying and like preparing them. Yeah. It is interesting. And you know what? Whether it's real or not, what a beautiful thought to have. And if it brings them peace during a really, you know, scary time in their life, who cares? But I do think, obviously, that there are fake mediums and people who 
um, exploit this thing for money. There's this whole TV show, um, Tyler Henry, I believe his name is. He's like a medium for the stars. And he has no idea what celebrity he's going to meet. Um, but he just walks into their home and he's like, oh, hi, what's your name? Oh, I'm Kim Kardashian. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've heard of you. Mm, okay. You have someone close to you. I want to say Bob, Rob, Robert. Yeah, Robert was my dad. He was extremely famous. And he's like, oh, okay. Like, as if you don't know who these celebrities are. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he's able to like bring up a certain person that no one would ever know about. Yeah, like, so on. one of the mediums who had like a school for mediumship and you had to like pay to get in and like do these things and like go to it, which I understand part of it is like there's resources involved with these things, whatever. Sure. Um, but she, the way she has it set up is there are different um, ghost guides or uh, spirit guides with her that possess her. When she goes into the trance that help connect people with their loved ones and stuff. So one's like a really calm lady. One's a little boy named Timmy and there's other stuff. And like Timmy's meant to like lighten the mood for everyone to make jokes. And it is the most cringy thing you have ever heard. She does. She's this Norwegian or Scandinavian lady with a pretty heavy accent, like pretending to be this boy and like why is the boy speaking in english with the norwegian accent right <laughs> you know like if yeah, it's just interesting and it he doesn't sound like a teen, like a little boy at all he sounds like a grown woman pretending to be a little boy doing a terrible job at it right and oh it's awful anyway this one guy who goes to like mediums he's like studying it he goes to like so many different mediums he always tells his loved ones like a keyword or something like, I know right. if the medium mentions this, like I've, you know, when he's alone, he says, okay, if you, I want you to tell the medium to say like pineapple or, you right. know, something. So I know that they're in contact with you. He says that to himself privately. And then, you know, obviously if the medium's in contact with that spirit, why would they not bring it up? So sometimes the spirit, the mediums have in the past, but this particular one, the Norwegian or Scandinavian mm -hmm. lady, uh, she doesn't bring up anything personal whatsoever. Anything she brought up was easily Facebookable. Yeah, here's a trick. If you Google your name and information comes up, right now especially, like genealogy will come up and people can see access to a certain amount of your family history tree. So you could be like, oh, there's this ancestor, um, a couple times removed, I want to say, you know, Eunice. They're like, oh my gosh, do I know anyone named Eunice? And like, they'll go home and like message their mom. Hey, was there a Eunice? Yeah, my aunt's name was Eunice. Oh my gosh, it was real. But like, if you Google yourself. Yes, yeah. You know, and so much will pop up, especially now with social media. You know, everyone's posting their life story anyway. Yeah. So the medium stuff was poo. But the cool one that I'm still pondering on is the reincarnation one because what they present in the episode is some pretty hard evidence oh right we were talking about this yeah so it's about um children who believe that they had lived a past life uh they say in the show that by the age of five or six children lose their short their uh, early childhood memories 
and so most grow out of that thinking they lived a past life one one boy in particular um oh there's a guy who's who investigates all these things and one boy he investigates on the show with the documentary makers it's like this boy that's like yeah my name was this and i lived here and this is where my dad used to take me and like all these statements were completely true they looked up this boy had been murdered by his babysitter he kept waking up with nightmares the mom said like my kids like having these nightmares that someone's like hurting him and like uh i couldn't figure out what to do about these night terrors and then he starts saying like i used to be this person and then she's like you know i've never it was actually a he was a white kid the former person was a black kid in this like neighborhood when he died oh he was 18 months Baby. Anyway, and then so what the investigator does is he brings a bunch of pictures. Um, one of them is correct, uh, and the others uh. are wrong, and they do it on the show. Obviously, it could all be fake. It's a show. Sure. I'm just saying what's presented, and the kid. It seems pretty legit. He shows the pictures, and every time the kids immediately like this one, that one. He's like, do you know this is like that's my old mommy, oh my and like goodness. oh that's my old daddy, and oh that's the park he took us to, and he got every single one right. So that's pretty crazy. The other one was this kid who made like 60 different like claims about his old life. He used to be in Hollywood, uh, like Hollywood dancer, you know, tap dancing and all this stuff. And <clears throat> all of his claims were correct. And eventually when he's a teenager on the show, they try and set up him meeting his old life's daughter. She's still alive. She's like old now, like 60 or something. Anyway, it I haven't that's where I stopped watching. It's it was so awkward that I paused it. Because imagine meeting some teenager who thinks he's your dead dad. Yeah. But him being scarily accurate about it. Right. (laughs) I watched this documentary about something uh the same thing actually. Wait, hold on. Okay. There were things that the daughter, they sent her the list of like things this kid said and you're like she's like no that part's not true that is true and then later on she found out like oh wait no that actually yeah, is I was true say. so there are things that even like his daughter didn't know didn't know that later found out um so i watched this documentary and this little boy he lived in england and he often talked about his old life and his old home and his old mom and dad and they did investigations and like hardcore research like trying to find the family that he was describing and he described the house and they couldn't find the house in Scotland and then finally they found the house and like learned about the family who lived there and they took the kid to the place he was probably about five or six maybe a little older and as soon as they stepped foot like on the property he like instantly changed and became like really emotional and like wouldn't talk or anything and they say like that often happens when, you know, they're when these people who have lived a past life come to terms with the fact like that life's gone. Yeah, on the show they described like um, this one boy, the Hollywood boy. It's like it was weird. I was like, <laughs> her husband was a like a Baptist minister. Obviously, he was very anti reincarnation. Mm-hmm. But she's like. I get that, but, like, my son is saying these things yeah, unprovoked, and he's, like, grieving for his past life. And like, yeah. I don't know how to deal with that. So, you know, she started just writing everything down. 
mm-hmm. which her husband told her to do. He's like, because he was a cop too. Or something. I don't remember, but anyway, I do think I'm not going to deny that those things like it all seemed pretty real. I do think there's something going on there. Do I think it's reincarnation? I don't personally, but I do think there's some interesting paranormal things yeah, occurring there. I agree. I don't think it's reincarnation. Um, but I do believe that, like you said, children do have um, a greater ability to connect with, you know, the other side. I think they're more in tune with that sort of stuff. I remember after my grandma died, my nonna died, Jesse came down the stairs and he was like, oh, I saw nonna today. And she was with your no-no, too. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, she was happy. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> like, you know. What was this? This was when we lived in Briar Hill a few years ago now. He was still young. Um, maybe six, five or six. And it was just totally unprovoked. He just came down the stairs and said it. And I was like, wow. Like, I do think that we have that ability. I think we all do. And I don't think you need a medium to open up that whatever inside of you if you want to be in contact with your ancestors, you know, just talk to them. I believe that they're all around us. Today I was cross-stitching and I randomly thought of like my papa and I just felt like nice about that. I'm like, I bet he's here and impressed with my cross-stitching skills. Mm. What are your thoughts? <clears throat> oh, about what you just said? Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 yes, obviously, as a Latter-day Saint, we believe the spirit world is all around us. We have, that the spirit world is on top of this world, not mm-hmm. above, but like, you know, two layers to it. And that there's these things that happen. Um, you know, do I think that your no no is there? I don't know. Maybe he's got other things to do, but maybe he doesn't. <laughs> so I don't know. Plus, what is like space in terms of the spirit world and stuff like that? Distance, it doesn't even exist. Doesn't matter. Who knows? Not all, me. <laughs> all I know is that it was a very interesting show, and uh, it'll make you think about some stuff. So I would recommend episode one and episode six. The rest are blank. But they're okay. So, you know, that was interesting. You also have been watching The Expanse stuff. Yeah, The Expanse. I've finally, not finally, season four is when I was like, okay, one more episode. I've been staying up later because it's just like, they've been ending it. I've been ending it on great cliffhangers. We're like, gosh darn it. Yeah, I'm a sucker for the cliffhanger, like lost. Even if the episode was kind of boring, that cliffhanger would be like, okay, one more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (coughs) Sometimes I'll just watch like the next half or whatever. But yeah, it's probably the most thorough, well thought out sci-fi I've ever watched. Like, there are things they do that's just like, you know what? I bet that's how it actually, like, scientifically all works out. Like, there's a lot about, like, how the spaceships work and gravity. And they're very specific to make it all very authentic, Hmm. you know? Um, And I appreciate that. It makes me feel like 
They care about what they're doing and not just pumping out crap. Yeah, it's probably the most... What's the word? Um, Je ne sais quoi. Uh, like, not authentic, but like the fidelity of it. You know, the... Come on. Uh, the word you're looking for is Slimdinger. Mm. No, I don't think it is. Anyway, it's it's really good, but you have to like sci-fi um, stuff for it. So, mm. and uh, excuse me, yeah. Well, this has been twenty minutes plus eight. Eight minutes. Um, it's been a slice, and um, next week I think we should talk about dental insurance. Why? Because I'm ticked about it. Mm, yeah. Dental insurance. I was reading on... Don't say it now. Oh. We'll save it for We're next We're going to forget episode. next week. No, we won't. But my good news this week was I went to the dentist. It had been 10 years since I'd been. Last time I went to get my wisdom teeth taken out. Uh, and my teeth were great. Yeah. I thought I had way more cavities. Turns out I just had some sensitivity. And... I did have one cavity in a spot that I didn't think I did. They said it was very minor. Well, I'm impressed. And they're like, you got strong teeth and whatever you're doing is working. It's because I grew up on a farm eating all the animals. <sighs> it's because I brush every night without fail. Yeah, Stephen's really actually um, very hygienic. Do you think I'm very hygienic? Yes. Don't you? Okay. Today you handed me a napkin while I was eating eggs. When I plan to just lick it after I finish chewing, there was like a little egg dribble on my lip and I plan to lick it up and he like handed me a napkin. <laughs> weird, and you're like, weird no, but actually when we were first dating, that's something I realized about you. I'm like, wow, he's really like clean. Like when you were eating wow. and stuff, you're like a clean eater. Because clean is sexy. It is. Well, on that note. <laughs>